Boilers still on? No. Boilers off now. And we are recording. What is that noise? Your mother. It sounds like the boiler. It's not the boiler. <laughs> it's not Fred Durst doing boiler. It's not Fred Durst doing boiler. And it's not my. It's not my boiler. It's so off. What is that noise? Can you not hear it? <laughs> this isn't staying in because it's far too long. It doesn't matter. I'll, I'll delete it. But just keep it recording. We may as well now. What? What is that? It might be a little hum from the boiler, but it's not. Ah, so it is the boiler. It might be the boiler, but it's not as bad as it was. Alright, fine. Okay, should we start? Yeah, let's let's go for it. Do your stupid thing. <laughs> for that. Warning, this podcast may contain some language that is filth and content that some viewers may find distasteful. So if we ever do a video version, you know not to see the content. No one's gonna see the content if you're blind. Well you shouldn't have said view then. Did I say view? Viewers, yeah. All listeners. Roll credits. <laughs> God damn it, that's my life. Welcome to the Seesaw Podcast with Tea and Cleves. Each week, offering up a great perspective on life. So after that ridiculous intro, <laughs> welcome to this week's episode. How's things, Cleves? Things are good. Do you know what? Right, I'm gonna I'm gonna skip what we normally do and read out some of the social media comments that we've got. Okay. One second, let me just grab my phone. Just you, you, me actually grabbing it. Um, yep. <laughs> okay. This one's from Phil Donger sixty nine. Sixty nine being the funniest of numbers. Dear T and Cleves, I have listened to Seesaw podcast for two weeks. It seems like Cleves carries the podcast and T sucks a big bucket of cocks. Discuss. Dis- <laughs> I'll let you feel this one too. <laughs> and uh, the bucket in there. <laughs> I mean... <laughs> Jesus Christ. I mean, even if that is real... It is real. Okay. It must be real then, because you say it's real. So I'm going to say, what's his name? This name's not important. <laughs> this name's not important. So, to whoever genuinely commented... Phil Donger 69. Phil Donger 69, with the funniest number in his name. We hear your concerns. If you have an issue with how much buckets... Yeah, how many buckets or how full uh, the bucket of cocks is, then... I assume it's pretty full. I assume it probably is as well. But well, you know, you're the one... God damn like ice cream, man. Bit, yeah. <laughs> Every time. Um, Lost train of thought. Ice cream man cometh again. Yeah, ice cream man cometh. Every time we're recording, he comes around. Do you like to just read a different one? Yeah, I think we'll move on from that. I, I don't think there's much can be glimpsed from that. Okay, right, I'll, read you, I'll read you the next one. I bet it's exactly the same. <laughs> it's not the same. One second. Let me just find the next one. One second while he makes things up. Okay, the next one is from... Uh, this one's just a simple name. Gem76 says, I listen to Seesaw Podcast and I really enjoy Cleves' part. T, I'm not so sure about. He sucks. Uh, it's not really a question, actually. You said that these were going to be questions. One second, let me just see if I can find a question. Bilton's... Bil- I don't even read that. Bilton... Bilton... I'm just going to call him Bilton. Fuck it. His name is Bilton. <laughs> he says, 
Why is Cleves the best part of the podcast? Well, I'd say it's a subjective thing. And God damn ice cream, man. If that's built in the ice cream van outside, I'm not going to be very happy. <laughs> it's totally built in. They're built in the ice cream van. The problem is, that guy's not selling ice cream, is he? He's selling drugs. In this area, I wouldn't put it past anyone. He's, mate, he's definitely selling drugs. That time that I was around here, like last year, was it Boxing Day? Must have been Boxing Day. When I asked him for an ice cream, a 99, he looked genuinely shocked. Firstly, why is the ice cream man coming around on Boxing Day? Secondly, you don't look shocked. It's if you ask an ice cream man for an ice cream, it's not growth industry. They always have an ice cream on Boxing Day. Well, apart from me, apparently. Well, maybe he's trying to corner the market. What, one person? He has already cornered the market. There's no other ice cream man. That's a 100% increase on last year. Yeah, well, you don't know that. Well, depends if we're talking ice cream or drugs. I can see there's probably a lot of drugs. He probably sold the most ice cream on Boxing Day he's ever sold. The thing is, a lot of people are going to have had like a lot of high drugs, aren't they, on like Christmas Day, and they need like some come-down drugs, like some, some care or something for Boxing Day. Get you a bit mellow. Some weed, you know, just a bit of weed to get you through Boxing Day. I suppose so. But you're supposed to do shopping before Christmas. And that goes for your drug dealer. Mm, true. It's like the convenience store. Maybe he jacks up his prices. Because he's the only one open. Oh, he doesn't even need to sell drugs at Christmas, does he? He could just sell cranberry sauce. <laughs> you, know, you might have just forgot your cranberry sauce, like in that song by the waitresses, and then you can get some cranberry sauce. So let, let's move on from these completely real social media comments. They were real. You can check them out on social media. Okay. They're on Cleavestagram. <laughs> Great. That fucking ice cream man, seriously. <laughs> <laughs> he really wants to sell that ice cream. He knows they're talking about him. Yeah, just free marketing for him. Yep, Bilton's ice. <laughs> Bilton. <laughs> That's not even a name. <laughs> Are you going to make something up? At least make up a name. You could have said this one's from Paul, no, and no, I no. would have probably did Bilton. Always, they've always got. <laughs> They've always got stupid names on social media, haven't they? No, not always. Yeah, but the good ones normally do. The people that comment, like the proper trolls that are like funny to read, you know, Phil Donger 69, proper troll. Shall, shall we move on to this week? This week, then. What are we doing this week? Ah, oh, we're doing... So this week, we, we're doing something a bit funner. Last week was a bit of a heavy one. We whinged a fair amount. You whinged. Yeah, well, I carry the podcast. Ah, that's no, that's not what Phil Donger said. It isn't what Phil Donger said, and it's not what Bilton said either. And I can't even remember the other one. Gem. Fine. Short for Gemma, I assume. I I would assume. Hey, that's all made up. This week, then, random questions. So, yeah, random questions. There's a lot of podcasts out there that would do something along the lines of or at least disabled podcast where they'll be okay we're going to answer your frequently like frequently asked questions like and they're usually really boring and i'm not saying we won't do some of the boring ones but i think there's some weirder ones out there and we we <laughs> seriously where is the ice cream and he must that alarm must have gone off like five times yeah. That's what ice cream vans have, by the way, alarms. Shuts the alarm, just locks his van and kicks it. Yep. 
So this week we're going to just go over some questions. So it is literally going to be the case of typing in the first half of a sentence, for example, why do blind people into Google? And let's pick through some of the questions that come up there. I've done some research in advance. If, if this is the same as those comments that you got, then I'm How not exactly you? thrilled no, about no, this. No, 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 no. It's not going to be as good as that. Those comments were 100% genuine. So here's my first question that I found whilst Googling stuff. Go for it. Why is it that blind people don't like fish? Well, you don't like fish. I don't. I'd assume that they're just weird like you. No, it's because it's seafood. So this this episode (laughs) is all the jokes and Christmas crackers that Cleve's got this year. Come on. They're not all going to be jokes. I hope they're not all going to be jokes. You implying that I haven't done genuine research? I'm totally implying that you haven't done any research. Where would I have got that joke from? I don't know. Off the it's top not going to be a Christmas cracker, is it? No one wants to hear that around the Christmas table. What, about seafood? No, about blind people. You can't poke fun at people at Christmas. Of course you can. You can poke fun at people all year round. Yeah, yeah. It's frowned upon, isn't it, these days, unfortunately? Rightly so, in some instances, obviously. Yeah, yeah, okay, fine. All right, fine. Hit me with one of those genuine questions. Okay, let's go to Google. Click, click, click. That's like the campest clicking (laughs) noises ever. Okay, so we work from the top. Some of these might just be very simple answers, but some of them might be a bit funny. So, first one. Why do blind people wear glasses? Because uh, they can't see very well. Because they're not blind, you idiot. You, you t- yeah, I feel like when you said that, you were talking to me, yeah. and not like the people on Google. Well, I meant the people on Google. Good. As my answer to that question, why do blind people wear glasses? Because they have got some sight and they're not blind. Blind's a pretty collective term, isn't it? You don't have to be like fully blind. You don't have to not be able to not see anything to be blind. You, there's degrees. Yeah, well, we're both registered blind and have some sight, and we both wear glasses. Which makes it very easy, if we get some sort of Hitler in power, to, to find us and kill us, because we're all on a register. How often are you going <laughs> to reference Hitler? Do you know what? It's all right. What was weird is <laughs> it's because it reminded me of like last week's podcast that we did, um, and then how you mentioned that it was mentioned in the first episode. All right, maybe I'm just gonna drop it in every now and again. That cannot be a running theme. <laughs> <laughs> it's probably not. All I'm saying is it would be quite easy if if someone got into power that was a dictator, a racist dictator at that. Prejudice dictator, and they wanted to exterminate the likes of the disabled. I'm just saying, blind people, easy to round up. Okay, we'll move to the next question. <laughs> you got nothing to add to that. <laughs> no, I have nothing to add to that. The next one's pretty much the same question. Why do blind people wear sunglasses? So this one has got a few different answers, I think. They want to look cool. The coolness factor is one of them. The problem is, though, blind people can't really tell what kind of sunglasses they're wearing. I have seen some ridiculous sunglasses on blind people. They're not going to be wearing, like, Ray-Bans, are they? They're going to be wearing, like, Ray-Berries. 
Yeah, I've also seen some ridiculous ones. Like I've seen a blind person, well, more of a sort of child at the age of 14, wearing massive aviators, which took up half his face. Well, lad. You say that, it looks bloody ridiculous. <laughs> you know, sometimes when you talk, I feel like it's 1960. It's bloody ridiculous. <laughs> you there, stop wearing those glasses. <laughs> fucking ridiculous. Is that your impression of me? It is in 1960. I can't really do you because I've got too much of a deep, sensual voice and yours is very shrill and cutting and I can't really go up that octave. Those comments were shrill and cutting. (laughs) I think that's payback for the, what was his name, Phil Bajil 69 comments that you You made up. You know well his name was Phil Donger. And they weren't (laughs) made up. Well, go back to that, that question that comes up on Google. Sometimes you've got messed up eyes and you want to hide them. It has like ocular albinism, like you have no pigment in your eyes, so they just look white. And you wear sunglasses because it makes you look less weird. Do you know what, though? You don't have to wear sunglasses. If you've got that ocular albinism or something where your eyes have no pigment and they just look white or whatever colour it is, just join a band. You look sick. Frontman of a band. Look at Bowie. He had two different coloured eyes. That's true. But was that contact lenses or legitimate? I think it's legit. He had legit two different coloured eyes. We'll have to look that up. I mean, if they if we can look it up and they've reversed every single show, then I think it might be contact lenses. I'm pretty sure that's like a fairly well-known fact about Bowie. He had two different coloured eyes. Anyway, the point is, you don't just have to wear glasses. You can learn to sing instead. I mean, look at Stevie. He, but he wore glasses as well. He, What's his problem? No one's going to see him behind a piano anyway. What you're going to see is his shoulders bobbing up and down like Elton John. We'll get on to the bobbing. I think that one's coming up soon. <laughs> so the next question is exactly the same. It's a different phrase. We've already covered the next one. Why do blind people have white eyes? We don't. In general, it's a very specific condition. Ocular albinism or, I don't know, maybe you put your glass eye in backwards. I don't know how it works. Yeah, not necessarily just white, though. Sometimes they can be all kind of like colours, can't they? Like pink or... There's, there's loads of different, um, like, blindness diseases. Yeah. I say things, do you normally come up with what I should be saying? Conditions. Conditions, yes, that is the one. There's loads of different conditions <laughs> with, like, where you can have different coloured eyes or they're looking the wrong way or up and down and whatever. So maybe that goes back to these sunglasses and people want to hide that. People, The thing is, what's what's kind of sort of ironic is the fact that they want to hide the fact that their eyes are different to everyone else's they probably can't see what other people are looking at anyway, so does it matter? There might be people around them who say, like, you might want to wear these. Oh, that's a dick move, isn't it? Mate, your eyes are fucked. You might want to wear these. Yeah, it is, but at the same time, society ain't doing you any favours. To be honest, that is kind of a favour if they do that for you. But like, mate, your eyes are a little bit fucked. Wear these glasses. Yeah. I'd be like, oh, cheers. Especially if you're going out on the dating scene. Yeah, the person you're with might not know who you're looking at. They just think you're wearing sunglasses inside. Yeah, like Kanye. Yep. And isn't he the coolest person around? Well, he thinks he is. (laughs) A lot of people think they are. Let's move on. (laughs) Next question. So this next one's a bit of a strange one. I don't really know what it means. Just for context, we're not actually Googling these. I'm just looking at the list of the Googled questions, and we're just going to answer them as if we are Google. Blind Google. Blue I might be something else. I think blue probably would be. So the next one is, why do blind people's eyes move? 
don't really know what this means. Everyone's eyes move. Yeah, only when they're looking from left to right. Yeah. What they mean is sometimes they like twitch, don't they? Like um, when you visit nystagmus. Yes, yeah, so I sort of quiver. Yeah, I do have nystagmus. It's it's a condition with the central nervous system. You don't notice it's happening, and they just move and wobble and do all sorts of weird things. Or, hear me out, if it's snowing outside, maybe your eyes just get cold. Maybe. They're shivering. Maybe. We are recording this in January, and it is really cold at the moment. Cold eye syndrome. Cold eye syndrome. Otherwise known as nystagmus. I'll be sure to get on the Nystagmus Network charity and let them know we've redefined them. All I'm saying is, a lot of these things are unfounded. You don't know it's just because their eyes are, are cold. You need eye warmers. <laughs> you mean glasses? Yeah, but with like um, a furry quality to them. Like earmuffs, but if your eyes. Eye muffs. <laughs> Patent pending. We'll put that on the list of balloon size. Yep. Free pair of eye muffs with your first 10 block sessions of a balloon size. That, that is a very niche market. Yeah, okay, let's go for the next one. Okay, this one, I know what the question means, but it's just a funny question. Why do blind people rock? <laughs> I choose to believe that that means that we're all awesome. Yeah. Blind people are built with um, an inherent musical ability. You'll find it in any blind person. Give them an instrument, let them sing a few notes. Weirdly, I'm kind of taking the piss, but at the same time, a lot of blind people can just listen to notes and then sound that note out. You get quite a lot of good blind singers and like musicians and that. Yeah, so what you can take from that is next time you see a blind person randomly in the street, whip out a harmonica, thrust it upon them and demand a solo. Yeah. Or at least let them copy you. If you just stand there and make a little noise, and then just see if they can match it. They probably would. No, probably, can... probably do it to someone you know, they're not, not a stranger in the street. Yeah, this this isn't, a, isn't an open invitation to go up and pester every blind person <laughs> with musical quizzes. Why do they rock, though, in the genuine back and forth sense? So the genuine sort of rocking back and forth. In a straitjacket sense. I'm not sure if everyone's been exposed to this. It's a bit of a strange one. I think it's to do with spatial awareness. So blind people... That would kind of make sense, because you don't know what's in front and behind you, so you kind of do that to... Yeah, so so blind people sort of sway, if you don't know what the rocking is. It's sort of a swaying sort of thing, and they'll just move forward and backwards with their head and their shoulders. Sometimes they've got a lighter out, they're at a concert, it's the final song. Yeah, free bird. (laughs) So I think it's a spatial awareness thing, sort of making sure you have enough room around you. I think it starts off sort of as a habit. I think it's something that can be corrected because there's... It sound like it's a bad thing. I'm not saying it is a bad thing. I think it's a bad thing. There, there are some blind people that have been blind from birth who do it and others that don't. To be fair, if you've been blind from birth and you do it and you don't know you're doing it and other people aren't telling you, why would you care? Again. Rock on, blind dude. Again, that's... Absolutely, <laughs> no worries. Yeah, it, Absolutely fine. Like, there's no no issue with this. If if that's something that happens, it happens. But it's just interesting that some blind people who have been sort of blind from birth do not do this at all, whereas mm-hmm. others do. And I get the feeling that maybe the people who don't, maybe they've been sort of told at one point by a parent or a sibling, stop doing that. I don't know. We'll, we'll have to look into it. We'll, we need to do some research on that one or Google it, which I'm not going to do now. 
It might just bring up some blind singers. So, so I've got a new question for you that I've googled. Why did a blind person fall down a well? The sea was at the bottom. They didn't see that well. I hope you put a snare in there. Did <laughs> I didn't mean with your mouth. I thought you were going to do an edit. <laughs> I'll, I'll add one in now. There we go. There's the edit. <laughs> Great. So we'll go for a legitimate question next. No, again, that was legitimate. It wasn't legitimate. You're full of shit. <laughs> Why do blind people hate skydiving? Go on. I thought you could field this question. and Because <laughs> they don't make parachutes for dogs. And it also scares the hell out of their dogs. Oh, is that the answer? Shit, I forgot about that. Yeah, <laughs> you, you got the punchline completely wrong. They don't make parachutes for dogs. And it would be scary. It would be scary, but it's scary for everyone. You can strap the dog to the back. Like no, no, actually, you couldn't, because you, if you were blind, you'd have to do a tandem skydive. So you'd already be strapped to someone. <laughs> you're strapped to your back, which has the parachute yeah. on. So, you'd have... so as soon as you release the parachute, the dog goes up with the chute being catapulted. Well, I... <laughs> no, <laughs> I didn't think about this correctly. No, you, you know didn't. What I'm is, right? Idiot. The, the, the person you're tandeming with, so you're strapped to their front, and then you strap the dog to your front. Now, at what point is this animal cruelty? Immediately. How do you know the dog's not going to like it? There might be an adrenaline junkie. I think all dogs are just like a gravy bone on a nap, to be honest. That's a good time for a dog. I don't know about that. In any case, don't take your dog skydiving. Short stories with Cleves. Story may not be short. A lot of blind people haven't been skydiving, but I actually have. How'd you find it? My friend drove me there. Great start. <laughs> About your story of skydiving, you were driven to the premises. Okay. Yeah, so me and my friend were doing it. Uh, we, you get like all geared up in your um, skydiving suit, um, which is very tight around the, the plums. Proper moose knuckle going on there. And then you get the little safety talk about what you do when you land and everything. And then you sit around because you have to wait for the cloud cover to move apart so that the plane can go. So you sit around for an hour or two. Then you sit around for another hour or two. Then finally, the clouds move and you think, great. And you step outside and you look around and think, oh, there's two memorial benches there. Why did I not notice those on the way in? with various people that have died in skydiving accidents. At that point, it's too late, so you get on the plane. <laughs> you go up in the plane. <laughs> and then you just sort of lie back, and then you kind of flop out the plane, and then you just sort of free fall for a bit, and then the parachute goes off, and then and the aforementioned tight groinal area rides right up in quick succession. Um, your balls go back inside you. And then if you, you have balls. If you have balls, well, your flaps go back inside you, whatever you've got, whatever's going on down there, go back inside you. And then you just sort of make awkward small talk to the guy that um, is doing the skydive for you, that's strapped to your back for about five minutes before you land. That would put me off. What, the awkward small talk? 
I, I don't think getting talked to when I'm at the barbers where they're like, oh, we're going on holiday. If I was doing a skydive and the bloke went, oh, can you wear nice this year? So, what? Oh, I talked to him. He's like, oh, what would you do for a living? Oh, I work at a cake company. Can't they just let you be involved in... I know it must be mundane to them. Uh, the free-falling part's good because, you, you know, it's free-falling. But then when the parachute goes off, you can hold the... Um, there's like little rungs on each side of the parachute so you can hold them and pull them and turn them. He let me do that for a bit. And then you slowly get to the bottom and you have to lift your legs up so that your legs don't like get splattered against the ground. And then he sort of, he or she, whoever you're strapped to, whatever, um, basically runs while you keep your legs up. And then you sort of just sit on the ground as you land. Huh. I thought it was awesome. So to answer the question, why do blind people not like skydiving? Some of them do. Good. That was a short story from Cleves. None of that long bullshit. Fires out, short story for Cleves. Story clocked in at two minutes thirty-eight. That's a very roundabout way, but I enjoyed the story. <laughs> it wasn't that short. We started off with you driving there. Well, you asked me, how I, did I find it? I did, I did. Okay, that's my fault. Okay, so that's all of the questions that I can immediately find with that initial sort of segment of going into Google. But we're not a blind podcast. We're a disabled-ish podcast. Well, we do general stuff, but I'm not going to start Googling general stuff. You can do that at home. Let's go for... Why do disabled people? Because they're people too, and they need some loving every now and again. That is very true. (laughs) Sometimes I don't feel like you engage on my somewhat un-PC comments. What do you want me to do with your PC, your un-PC comment? I don't know. I feel like you need to be the voice of reason and be like, Cleves, you can't say that. Well, you, I think it's implied that you can't. I don't want to call you out on everything. What sort of co-host would I be? You need well, freedom Well, according to the social media, you're not the best. Yeah, but who are these people? I don't know, man. I just find them on social media, that's all. Okay. <laughs> Let's move on to I more got, questions. I got, I got the comments from Bebo. Okay. Okay, from Bebo. Great. <laughs> Is that a bloke, you know? God, God knows the website's done. No, a bloke yeah. named Bebo. Bebo, not a thing anymore. When did that happen? Tuesday. What, in 2001? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let, let, let's look at some of the... There's not a lot that's come up here. I think they probably got taken down for being offensive. So I put into Google, why do disabled people... Dot, dot, dot. First one is, why do disabled people get free parking? Well, well Some perks. Yeah, there's got to be some perks to it. Not every disabled person does. You've got to go through a rigorous application program. It used to be a lot easier to get a blue badge. It's really, uh, really hard now. You've got to give so much evidence. Maybe the question we should be asking is, why can blind people get a disabled parking badge when they can't see to drive? Because they're passengers. We're all just passengers. Passengers and life. <laughs> Lame. <laughs> okay, that, that's, that's quickly move on to the next one because that was a very boring one. <laughs> Why do disabled people need plastic straws? I, I've never heard of this. I haven't. Maybe if they don't have the muscles to move their jaw. If your jaw's wide shut for some reason. Yeah, but that's a very specific disability. Why does it have to be plastic as well? Might be given, getting rid of plastic. 
Some it, cardboard straws. It does seem very specific. I mean, you can get bamboo straws, glass straws, metal straws. I, I don't know. Is there Are there disabled people out there saying, I'm disabled, give me my plastic straws? Because, let's face it, the paper ones are crap. They're little really little known fact, a lot of disabled people love bubble tea. Do they? Over. People love them. And cardboard straws aren't great for that. So you need big, fat plastic straws to get all the little bubbles up. I did not know that. Well, probably don't look too hard into it because you might not find a lot of factual evidence to back that up. What was Bilton the authority on this? <laughs> look, Bilton, Bilton's eyes will sell you anything. If you want paper tea, he'll get you. Good. I'm glad that he's, he's branching out from his ice cream to bubble tea. The thing is, the bubbles that you get in the tea, they're drugs. <laughs> probably <laughs> are. They're just little miniature eight balls. <laughs> Building the drug dealing ice cream man, and that has a CBBC show written all over it. CBBC, small children. Yeah, they had the ethnically inappropriate raster mouse. Well, was it was it inappropriate? I didn't really watch it, but it was. I don't think people it, talked about it, didn't they? Yeah, that's like everything, though, isn't it? Have you noticed this? The majority of people, the majority of disabled people, aren't bothered if you make a an, a joke at the expense of a disabled person because it's fucking funny. It depends on what that joke is. Does it? Well, yes, it does, actually. I am probably a little bit more thick-skinned than some. But then, you've got to learn to laugh at yourself, is what I'm saying. I would heavily agree. You've got to laugh at yourself. You you can't be stuck up about things. I mean, the amount of people that have seen me walk into something... Oh, yeah, I've seen it. You've just got to go with it. I've done it to you before. That was awkward. That sounds really ominous. Don't you remember, we were walking back when you were working at college where you were at Tesco. This is where you walked into a pole. No, you walked into the pole. It wasn't. One of us walked into a pole. That was you. If we're talking about the time that I was super wasted and I I walked into the the bollard outside of Oh My Cod. No, that was a different time. Yeah, I know it was. But that was very funny. Yeah, because it cracked me right in the balls. Yeah, that, that was funny. You should have seen that. I was, to be, look, luckily, thankfully, I was so wasted at the time that I didn't really register until the next <laughs> morning when I wondered why I had a bit of ball ache. <laughs> oh, it was very funny. And you didn't, the only reason we went to that stupid fish and chip shop is you were adamant you wanted a pie. Yeah, they didn't have really? They didn't have the fucking pies. We just had a pizza and ate it in the street like some hobos. I ate half a pizza because you had the other half. Yes, okay. We ha- We shared... Like Lady in the Tramp, a pizza. Shotgun the... Oh, wait, hang on. I was about to say shotgun, not the tramp, but that would make me the lady. Anyway, carry on. <laughs> didn't fit that through, did you, buddy? Nope. Well, you didn't get your pie. I didn't. I got no pie that night. No, no pie. Fish and chip shop selling pie. That's a bit weird anyway. It's not. Every fish and chip shop sells pucker pies. Not every. Every. If not not poker pies necessarily, but every fish and chip shop sells pies. If you know a fish and chip shop that doesn't sell pies, get in contact with us. I don't want to hear about them because they're clearly not a good fish and chip shop. Send it to Cleves on his Twitter. I'll read it out next week's tweets. Yes, next week's tweets. Shall we move on? <laughs> yeah, next question. What was the last question? About plastic straws. Oh shit, we ended up talking about pies. Alright, go on, go on, go on. We we did say that this is gonna be a bit of a fun episode. Um Don't tell people what fun is. 
I know. I, I haven't, I haven't had fun it. in years, <laughs> especially since you've come into my life. Again, you make it sound like we're a couple, is not there? Next question. Why do disabled toilets have mirrors? So you can see yourself? The same reason regular toilets have mirrors. Oh, my God, disabled toilets. How fucking annoying is it that that hand dryer is so far down? Well, it has to be accessible for people in wheelchairs. That's the thing, though. It doesn't, does it? Because people with wheelchairs, normally, they can use their hands, right? Usually, right? Yeah. Unless you're, like, quadriplegic, in which case you've got someone in there, they're probably going to dry your hands for you, aren't they? Right? But if you're if you're just, you know, you can still use your hands, you can lift them hands up to the dryer. Me, I've got to bend down like a fucking dickhead to use that hand dryer. What if I've got a bad back? I don't. I just find it inconvenient. I will say that on occasion, these dryers are a lot lower than they should be. Even meeting halfway would be fine. But sometimes they are really low down. Where I used to work in the leisure industry when I was a gym manager, we had a disabled toilet, which I used to use because disabled. I'm not using the staff one, which is shared by countless disgusting lifeguards. Yeah, that's the thing, isn't it? You want to use the disabled one because it was cleaner. That's it was enough. cleaner. It was cleaner. And I also like sitting in a toilet that, has a, that is absolutely massive. One but, other thing, though, before you carry on, right, I always find that disabled toilets have this weird smell. Well, yeah, it's but disinfectant, you, isn't it? Nah, I don't know whether it is. It's just like a, you only ever find it in disabled toilets as well. It's a bit grim, to be honest. Okay. Anyway, I, I, have, I haven't really noticed that. But in, in this disabled toilet, going back to my very boring story. Boring stories with tea. <laughs> we had a refurb and the disabled toilet was redone. And they put a new handrail in there for the toilet. They didn't move the toilet, but they moved the handrail, like the soap thing for the sink and a new hand dryer. Well, they put them in the wrong places. The contractors were a bit, a little bit Del Trotter. So when you were sitting on the toilet, the hand dryer was over your left leg because the, the wall there was a wall on your left and the hand dryer is by your left leg. So as soon as you sat down on the toilet, your leg would activate the hand dryer. And there was no way that you could stop this hand dryer without turning it off at the mains, which was on the other side of the room. I think your issue is that you're sitting on the toilet wrong. You sit on it normally. No, no, no. You were sitting on it. When you say normally, your legs were probably at the front of the toilet. What you needed to do is sort of straddle it so that your <laughs> like legs are kimbo apart and you know the little like uh, bit on the back, like the tank bit on the back. That's where you sort of rest your hands. I don't think anyone does that. In any case, you get one raw leg. One raw leg. Terrible design. And that, that's the boring story with tea. Boring stories with tea. <laughs> I'm not even doing the jingle for that one. I'm just going to do that. To answer this question by Anonymous, why are there mirrors in disabled yeah. toilets? Because they're in every toilet. And just because you're disabled doesn't mean you don't care how you look. And doesn't mean you don't want to make sure you ain't got your dinner down you. That's true. Stupid question. So I think there's enough questions for today. So if you, if you take anything <laughs> from this episode, it's stop being insulted on the behalf of disabled people if you're not disabled. And if you are disabled, learn to have a laugh with it. Yeah, that's true. Have a bit of fun. I think that's what we're all about on this pod as well. Had a bit of fun of it. If you want a serious podcast about disability, go elsewhere. We're all about the, 
Don't go as well. Still listen to this, but, you know, go as well as. As well as, okay. Get both sides of the biscuit. Yeah, go get, go get the boring one, and then come here for the knowledge and the the hilarity. Hilarity. Strong word. Yes. All right, here's some social media plugs. So, as always, you can get to us through Twitter at SeesawPod, on Facebook at Podcast. Instagram, we're not really using still because I'm not very good with Instagram, but we will start to, I promise. You can also email us at seesawpodcast at gmail.com. Can you do it without the robot voice? Seesawpodcast.com. You can also email us at seesawpodcast.com. Nice. That was tight. So next week, I think what we're going to be doing is... We're going to talk about accessible video games because at the moment we have played a video game which we have no earthly right to be able to play with our sight conditions. But we'll The be... Witcher. We'll get to The Witcher. It's not The Witcher. It's not The Witcher. <laughs> but we'll get to that story next week because... Please, On the right side, this is not us. a surprise for next week now. It's not a surprise. I have some planning. We've taken all the fun out of it. If you would like the surprises back, then go back to episode one, re-listen. And the sound quality is gash, but the content's all right. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Until next week. Until next week. Catch up at tea. Catch up at Cleaves. Bye.